friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Information on all of our sponsors and events that we have coming up will be at the end of the episode. Real quick, we do want to highlight one of our sponsors, McFly's Pub. McFly's Pub is a 1980s Back to the Future themed bar with a very impressive outdoor area and a fire pit. Hang out and bring some friends for pool darts, cornhole, jumbo Jenga. There's always something going on at McFly's Pub located here in Fort Worth, just outside of the East Gate for the military base. NASJRB Carswell. And an event that we want to tell you about at the front end of this episode is uh, June 24th out at Pouring Glory. We're doing something called Podcast and Networking. Anybody that would like to be on the Fort Worth Roots podcast is encouraged to come out there. If you have something that you're trying to promote, come on out. Enjoy some great food, great beer, good people. Uh, there's also, also going to be a dog rescue from the city of Fort Worth there uh, on June 24th. Uh, it's just going to be a good time and a great way for you to promote your music, your art, your business, whatever you got going on. Again, that's going to be June 24th out at Pouring Glory. It starts at 11 o'clock, and we're going to go until probably 8 or 9 o'clock that night. It's going to be a whole day of activities. So check that out. If you want to reserve a spot, because we're going to get through as many people as we can, if you'd like to reserve a spot, hit me up. Media at FortWorthRoots.com is our email, and let me know that you're interested in uh, doing a recording and highlighting your business, your podcast, your music, uh, or your art. This is our last installment of the coverage for the Psychedelic Panther Festival that we were out uh, this year, year two, out at Lola's. And if you missed it this year, no hard feelings. We're, we're pretty sure Joe's going to put it on next year. Again, it's gotten very popular. Psychedelic Panther. You can find them on Facebook and uh, kind of track the progress and see what's going to go down this upcoming uh, year for season three of the Psychedelic Panther. In this episode, we sit down with Lucas Peterson and Darren Hauk. Two friends of the show that have been on multiple times. Uh, that's the front end of the uh, episode, and I'm actually not even included in that. Lucas was kind of interviewing Darren, and Darren was kind of interviewing Lucas uh, as they're sitting there at the Psychedelic Panther at our Fort Worth Roots podcast, uh, mobile podcast studio. And then after Lucas and Darren, our most ridiculous leg of the entire recording process out there at the Psychedelic Panther, we sit down with Jeff Zero, who unfortunately actually didn't get to say a whole lot. Uh, he brought in a friend that we had made uh, talking to people, this guy named Martin. And he's traveling the country, and we thought we could get some really interesting stories out of him, and it just did not happen. Martin had had way too much fun that evening, and uh, we waited a little too late to get him in front of the microphone. Uh, two people that we met, Caitlin and Harrison, that were from outside of Fort Worth that just randomly found the Psychedelic Panther. And uh, Waffles Weekly, along with James Benjamin Maker, sit down and hang out with us for a minute. And uh, there's a little bit of a language warning with this one. We had had some uh, fun at the festivities. We had a few drinks. So it gets a little bit off the rails. And uh, if you stick around past the Lucas and Darren portion of the show, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you all for being here. That's enough talking out of me. And let's start the show. You are running for mayor? Is that true? That is true. Wow. Is this the announcement? So. Okay. So the first podcast I did was the, the Uber one. 
which was fun. We talked a lot about just driving stuff, and we'd share stories and all that stuff. That was fun. And then so I did. You, so you were actually an Uber driver. Yeah. You said you had a, a, a girl that was also an Uber driver. So yep. did you? Y'all didn't do this driving down the road with passengers. It's no. Like you came back to the studio afterwards. Yep. Yeah, we never recorded passengers, and I don't know if I've ever talked about this on here, but I spill it had. 50 or 60 episodes and there was one week where I had like concentrated San Francisco listens like 60 really? and they were yep and it was just this big circle that was real and he could show you on his map too because we had the same provider right right and then I got fired <laughs> they fired me so from where from, from Uber. Uber yep you got fired from, okay now we open up a different can of worms yeah so I how think how do you get fired from Uber well and I had like a 4.96 <laughs> or 9.7 at the time rating right so I was really good I had 9,000 trips plenty of trips didn't have any inc- I, I had wait, incidents wait, 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 wait. 9,000 trips yeah now that's low so I've never been an Uber driver but that's astonishing how was, long does it take to get 9,000 trips it was about six years wow yeah okay it was it was and you're fun saying that's low now it's low now yeah there's people with like 30,000 I'm still <laughs> like on the Facebook groups and whatnot just to just to follow what's going on and, and it's it's tough now like I, I don't know how these drivers are making it now but yeah I had that concentrated week where they heard something I talked about and they didn't like it and they just fired me and then when I inquired uh, oh so you got fired because of the podcast yeah I'm I'm uh, almost certain they never told me okay. like they would not tell me anything about why they let me go they just were one day and it was really weird too because it was the middle of a driving day like I had just dropped someone off at the hotel it was the Omni or something and then I went to log on and it just gave me this error and I was like what's going on and then it, I couldn't log back in so then I contacted <laughs> I them unplugged you. I was like what happened and they're like oh we show uh, you've been deactivated and I was like huh what like what's going on well you have to contact and I did that and never got an explanation so I was like well and it, it wasn't until a time after that when I saw the you know the correlation between the listens and the firing and I was like oh so let's go okay. back to that then so what were they hearing in San Francisco that was all a buzz so were they uh, in favor of what you're saying I don't think so were, so controversy gets listeners without a doubt there was another driver I talked to his name was Larry I don't think he's driving anymore but Actually, there was two other drivers I talked to really close to that time, um, and the other guy was has a, has another interesting job. I'll tell you off the off the recording, but uh, he drove as well, and we just had both of them didn't have very favorable things to say, not directly about the company, but just about some of the things that were going on. Right. Um, and I don't know if you remember, I don't think he was involved, but there was a lot of controversy going on during this time about the CEO and the founder, uh, Travis. Oh, I missed that. Uh, okay, Travis so. Kalanick or something like that. There, It was a great um, Showtime series they did about him because he was a... He was he was a bit of an interesting guy, um, so I think there was something in there, and I never went back and listened. But I'm there was something in there that they just didn't like, and they were like, "Man, we don't need this guy. 
bye bye. Wow. There All was right. there was only one other person, one other podcast that I found a guy that was doing the same thing, and he's still doing it. He's called the Rideshare Guy, which I thought was a pretty clever name. There you go. Yeah, but it's not limited to one. Oh yeah, there's my beer. Correct. Yeah, he he did both. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Darren's like, where's mine? Where's mine? Um, so. Crown seven. <laughs> oh. No, no no beer for him. No, I'm I'm good. So then the second one I did was uh and it was a trying to I can't remember the time frame or if there was an overlap or there so was going to be an overlap. The first one. Oh my gosh. That's a good question too. I did I didn't know I'm I'm not sure that I knew that Uber went that far back. And oh, I'm yeah. sure I didn't know that. Well, podcasting's gone back a long ways, but I didn't know it had gone back. Uh, you know, I know the Joe Rogans and the big guys, but as yeah. far as uh, Adam uh, Carolla, yeah, as far as local guys that actually get an audience like you guys now. So I, sure, I didn't realize that 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 goes back that far. We're talking at least four years ago that that time frame was. At least, because I know it was... So, Megan, you just saw the redhead on, on my magnets yeah. here. We had met a few months, about two months prior to me being fired, in fact. So, that's that's always, like, my time frame. And, and she was... <laughs> she knows this. She was she's very... Still the, she's still in your life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good, yeah, good. very much so. It's, um, it's she's really at home. good since you just got magnets. <laughs> I know, right? Face, <laughs> so, you know? Otherwise, we're going to have to talk here. <laughs> we're going to have to tell her. I'll be like, oh, wait, no, wait, sorry, never uh, mind. <laughs> that guy's stalking you? Uh, he's got magnets. Um, buttons and stuff. Oh, man. You're bringing back some memories. Yeah, so then the second one I did, and I'm, tr- uh, I'm trying to think if they were going on concurrently. I think there was a little bit of a gap there. Maybe. But I did a one completely about a band. And when I went to look and did my research, nobody had podcasts all about a band. About and I was a like, singular band. One band. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it was a band that was really, really close and near to me. And I just thought, hey, I'm influenced a lot by these guys. I know a lot of their stories. I follow all these groups and I see all these stories that people are talking about of how much they've affected these people. Why not share these stories? And so I did it. Oh, very cool. And I was just like, and I did a lot of research of like, can I use their music? Can I... So who was the band? Was it... Blue October. Big time or uh, local? You know, they're... I'm an old man, so I don't know some of the same bands that you know. They're big here. They're bigger here in Texas than probably anywhere. Um, They had some big hits. They had a song called Hate Me. That's probably their biggest song, but that would have been, oh my gosh, 10, 15 years ago. Oh, they're old people now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're dads who tour. (laughs) Literally. They they make fun of themselves. They're called dads who tour. That's great. The coolest thing about that show, though, is I got to interview the violinist, the bassist. He interviewed the bassist as well, and the singer. So, like, yeah, I mean, I got way, way in-depth. And then the reason that show ended is a whole long story that's not worth sharing because it's a whole lot of drama. (laughs) And I was like, okay. But the cool part about that show is the fact that I got to use the music and telling stories with music just lit me up. 
and yeah and the background to the oh, individual song and what yes, that means to, yes. yeah that's great and it wasn't even they didn't even have to necessarily the, the guest or whoever's story I was telling or whatever I was talking about didn't have to relate directly or I, it wasn't always directly that song but like telling the story their story with the music and like using that it was just I was like oh this is so this is what they do in like Hollywood right and then right. I, yeah 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 I mean absolutely watching TV and watching movies now there's like a whole new appreciation of it you look at it totally different way yes. differently in fact do you like Clint Eastwood Absolutely. Do you like his like his directing his movies? I, yeah, for the most part, I don't always know what he's involved with, but um, uh, everything that I've seen so far that I know he's directed, which he's a lot behind the scenes. But yeah, yeah, I like him. Two of his movies that he was actually in and he directed. Well, I can think of three of them, but two of the bigger ones is The Mule and um, Million Dollar Baby. Okay, oh, and right. Gran Torino. I'm Gran sorry, Torino. there's three of them. Oh, there you go. All right, delivery. If you watch them again, try to try to listen to the song. And I'll give you a spoiler. There's no music. Soundtrack. There's no music. No, and that's what makes his movies seem that and, and, and it's a totally different appreciation. He does not use sound. He does not use music. He's directing without music. That's real interesting. I'll, yeah, I'll have to. Next time you see a Clint Eastwood out, movie, so. watch. I used to be a, a amateur video guy. So okay. I listen to music more than other people because, you know, like, especially you go to indie films and we do some film festivals and things like that as spectators, I mean. But that seems to be the thing that either the music jumps at you so much that it takes away from the movie or the Foley sound of the, the, the one of the ones that I remember early on of an amateur is like uh, had him walking through the forest and the crunching of the leaves but it was so loud that I'm noticing the crunching of the leaves so yeah the mix was not good okay but it made me have an appreciation for all these movies that I've seen that I'm hearing leaves and not thinking about them exactly or the music that definitely takes your emotions uh, you know like the, the, you know uh, suspense especially where the music builds up you know to where you're you're expecting something to happen or, or whatever yeah so I can't even imagine it especially a Clint Eastwood movie not having the music to help direct so cool. your thoughts that way so. or and do Grand this is one of my oh I love that movie oh, so he's great I, I'm curious to see that now next time you're watching a movie on Netflix and maybe it's a movie you've seen before turn the captions on and watch how they describe the music they, no. they just they add descriptors to it to what the music is yeah okay. so that you can I, I guess give I've the seen audience that a little bit where it's soft background yes that's <laughs> yeah, what right. it said or say pensive music or dramatic outtake or you know stuff like right. that and it's like huh I wonder who gets to describe that like who gets to write well but that? if you're the person that can't hear do you really get the same feeling by I don't reading think so. that as as we do by subtly hearing it because no. that's what i'm saying is it it should be subtle unless you're doing a a movie about a band or, or about music where that's up front you know, i agree like uh mark nobles in his music and art to go go or uh, tina go go excuse me <laughs> documentary about rock and roll music garage bands in Fort Worth so 
that that whole uh, kind of deal goes totally different where the music's up front. But sure, like I say normally it's it's in the background and it's moving your emotions no matter what. So and th- yeah, th- that's your music. There is your central focus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, was, so you go ahead. so you had a third podcast. What was that? That was the political one that never got off the ground, and it was fun though. I was so bummed because it was two guys that had been friends for like forty some years. They were friends in like middle school. They met and middle school through like Jesuit high school. If I'm right. getting the term right, right, right. And then they kind of went their separate ways. I don't think they went to college together maybe they went to a jesuit college um either way but they were very very opposite and so the the premise was uh two guys that loved each other absolutely loved each other and could have these long conversations and some of them were long some of our recordings were long about the political climate and what's going on in the world and you had the Two different takeaways, and they were polar opposites on the political end. Of sometimes, things. yeah. Sometimes, one was an attorney, one was an architect. So then you've got the logical mind and <laughs> yes. the creative mind. The right so brain, it was a, the left brain. Yeah. Yeah, but I, what I wanted to do with that was show that, like, okay, these conversations are possible. You can have conversations where there's the differences, and at the end of the day, they're still laughing and they love each other, and we're missing that. Like, I thought that would have been somewhat enlightening because I don't think people can do that anymore. So, yeah, my one of my longest oldest best friends is exactly that. We okay. are polar opposites on those things. We're close enough friends when we were young adults, we roomed together. We argued then. We worked together. So, we actually worked and sometimes I wouldn't say argue at all. We debated. Yeah, yep. And and to this day, we I couldn't disagree with him more politically, but I love him to death and I respect his political views. And is because there- I see the logic and the knowledge that goes into the way he thinks as opposed to nowadays especially we have idiots that are get on social media and take part truth exactly and and write their own narrative to it uh so yeah and and in fact one of my current best friends is kind of the same thing but well you understand the lens so how did you do that with the podcast how do you how was that conversation you sound like you're talking about more about a a topic but were those those guys in the podcast every week yes it was was just a weekly podcast it was supposed to be called best of frenemies you know, that was going to be the name. You know, we, we never got it off the ground. I think. Oh, okay. I got you. You're right. Then right. we hit some logistical. <laughs> That's I, great, I, though. What happened? The name alone should have launched. I, I know. Well, I think what happened is uh, they both got into it and realized how much work it was actually going to be to do this on a weekly or a bi-weekly yes. basis. And they were like, yeah, I don't know. That's too much work. I've been but, to, I've been in many bands like that. Yep. And, and uh, now, now I'm in that seat where... When I was younger, I was the one that my whole life was around music and working, get home from school and work, 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 you know, just because it's what I loved and craved and all that. Since then, I've been in several... Did you guys tell the listeners who's talking? <laughs> no. Was there any intro given? Nope. You were supposed was. to be a professional. <laughs> I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, anymore. Darren you're listening Lucas. to Darren Hauk with Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk and Lucas Peterson. 
my personal attorney. Oh, God. <laughs> and now you're going to have to put this at the beginning. <laughs> or you're going to have to sub, sub your own intro to it, which is fine. That's fine. Whatever. Surely. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, and I, and I, I hope you never get in legal problems or have a roof leak. <laughs> right? You only have two balls left before I've got to change out the battery. Don't lose the whole file. Only two balls. Lance does okay only with two one. balls. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting long and weak already, but it's hard having an intelligent conversation with headphones on, uh, emphasizing every word. And I know. In my case, every uh and pause. Oh, you're doing fine. I've listened to you on here. You've done fine with Andrew. <laughs> you're done great. You're a good man. Um, so, do you want to talk about? I, I'm very curious. You are going to run for mayor, or you are running? I am running for mayor, and we I can am. put this out. Or Andrew can put this out, not we. Depends on what you end up making me say. Oh, I'm not going to ask you anything that's... So, so a little small town. I'm from River Oaks, Texas. Okay. And I've served on city council there. Uh, there's many people out there, including a couple of friends I've already mentioned, that would never in their wildest dreams, including me, think that I would ever have anything to do with politics. And I... It's local politics, so I don't really think of it as politics. It's it's at that level you're not really talking about liberal conservative type mm-hmm. issues. Uh, it's more about the love and passion for the city and even the people. And and I guess this is the true with everything, but I kind of feel like the higher you go up, the foggier some of that gets. But uh, you know, if I had an enemy, even. Even the enemies, I, I don't have any enemies, I really don't. But the guys I don't agree with the most are also passionate about our small little city. We just don't agree on how to get there or certain topics and, and that kind of thing. Sure. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I served three and a half years uh, on city council and, and said I wasn't going to do any more and stepped down. And I think we did some great things. I think uh, I helped make some good decisions and, and, and good things and got away from it. And a group of good people came and convinced me that I was the next person. So, actually, the current mayor has has moved on he had some people come to him asking him to run for a higher office on the uh parent regional water board okay um joe ashton i guess it's good to say that joe ashton's our current mayor great guy he's done a wonderful job he's one of those guys that started out as a as a very young politician i think he was you know I'm going to say this wrong, but he was one of those guys that like ran at like 18 years old or something like that. I don't think he got elected the first time, but but he was elected, uh, you know, maybe by the time he was 20, 21 years old, he was serving as a council councilman. But he's he has a passion for it, so he's gone into uh, knows a lot about city government, and he uh, also. Uh, is a city manager for Pantigo okay. out there near Arlington, yep. right in border, uh, suburb of Arlington, so to speak. So uh, he had a group come to him and ask him to run for the water board, Trent Regional Water Board, which they've had a lot of controversy over the Trinity River uh, vision and, and some of the things that have happened there. So I, I really don't even know at what part he is uh, plays in there other than there's a lot of people moving out and uh, 
and so he's running for that position and, and we had some people come to me and ask if I would run for mayor and so I I agreed to do it thinking I could uh, I think I'm the right guy for the job at this point in time good I'm not gonna be the career guy that's there forever yeah I plan on serving one term and seeing if I can't help and then I'm getting close to retirement age so time to start doing that whether I retire or not I'm traveling we, we do a lot of that now so how long is a term two or four three years three years yeah. Yeah. okay they do it three a lot of them do two years like the city of Fort Worth does two years uh, we switched way before I was involved with this they switched over to three-year terms so that you have two people You'll have two council members running one year. The next year will be two more. The next year will be a council member. Like this year, will be a mayor and a council member. So you have some continuity. You don't have, you know, if you do have the... The, the uprising where everybody gets replaced. They're yeah. not all replaced in one year and everybody nobody knows what to do. So, exactly. Okay. Uh, so a little so that's the way they they decided to do that and that's that's where we are. So. Well you're not I don't want to use the term fighting, but you're you don't have an opposition of an incumbent. So that's a giant benefit. That's true. Yes, uh, we, we I've got a guy that's running against me that's ran for council a couple of times, and uh, um, he's kind of like what I was talking about. He's a, a, a good guy that I appreciate the, the fact that he cares about our city. We don't agree on most topics or or how you get information from a topic. He seems to get a lot from social media, and um, unfortunately, you know, if you don't sit in the meetings and listen to what's really going on, it's it's hard to get the real facts or the background to what's going on and and people don't realize that just because you want something doesn't mean legally legally you can do it uh, you know it, there's just there's just a lot of rules in play that, that allow you to do things and, and not do other things so sure and when is May 6th is election. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're there. You're there. a month and a day, no, <laughs> a month less, a, a day less than a month away. So, yes, I'm Holy at the cow. point now where I, I went into the uh, local pharmacy, not local, a couple of towns over, small pharmacy not too far away, you know, to, to fill a prescription this week and all of a sudden, I saw your signs, man. You're like famous. That's cool. <laughs> no, I'm not famous, but I'm out there. <laughs> What was that like? It is. It's. It's strange. I mean, the, the first time I ran for council, I had people that insisted that I should put my photo on these signs, and so we have a lot of yard signs. You know, regular. Uh, uh, I don't know what they are. Two foot by three foot. No, they're not even that big. Eighteen inch by two foot yard signs or whatever. But then we have a few that are more like four foot by four foot banners and that type of thing okay and they insisted to put my face on it others before me have uh, but their point was there you do a lot in the community and people know your face maybe more than your name so but but that's awkward now I, I, I've made some more signs since and that don't have that but <laughs> this is a low-budget campaign we're doing this time uh, so I took a bunch of the old signs that uh, most of them were destroyed, but we took a bunch of them out and had signs put over the word city council with sure. mayor. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Good yeah, use of the, resources. That's right. So, yeah. So a little side note, I'm at the, the local barber shop, Lurberry, which is one of our new ones on River Oaks Boulevard. I go get my hair done and hair cut, and they... Uh, 
asked me for a sign to, to put in their yard and I went out in the car. I just got my hair cut, cut really short and all that. And I take it up there and I take the picture of the sign. I'm, I'm taking the sign in and I'm showing the guy that just cut my hair. Well, what do you think? And I hold a sign over the life-size basically picture of my head holding it up beside me. I said, what do you think? He says, man, you're really photogenic. You look a lot younger in that sun. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Harsh. It's three and a half years old, but I hadn't, I never dreamt that it looked younger. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't need that. <laughs> well, at least he recognized you. He wasn't like, hey, who's that? He said, but nice haircut. And I said, yeah, the photo, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, dude. Anyway, yeah. That's funny. That's cool. I'm. So. You know, it's funny because when Andrew and I were talking earlier, and he keeps poking fun at me, like he calls me a lawyer, but I'm not a lawyer. I just work at a law office. I'm like the support person, which I am totally comfortable with. I really like being the support person. I'm ready but, um, for you to be my attorney. I mean, oh god, you no. want me to fish your leaky roof, don't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> now you can do that. I can't be your attorney. Oh, okay. I would. I would be breaking the law. Oh, okay. There's well, a law against that, right? Well, there's no laws against being a roofer because I can promise you, there's a whole lot of people that know nothing about roofs. <laughs> that are in the roofing well, that's not good. I own a hammer. Um, yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So. You work for a law firm. Yep, and he was giving me what was I? He was giving me crap about, you know, being his lawyer and whatnot. And I was just like, uh, you know, I kind of forgot where I was going. Dang it! It's not your fault. It's my old man brain. No, it's me because I get I go down <sighs> rabbit holes all the time. No, and I do with him too. It'll come back to me. Don't worry. But I, it, you know, it was just. Well, was, let's switch this around to where I'm interviewing you again. All right. So, what are you doing as an in a law firm? I work as kind of a, you know, my official title is legal secretary, but I've also been a paralegal oh, for yeah. the four years plus prior to this. Right. This new firm, they started me as a quote-unquote secretary because I don't know this area of law. Um, I moved from... Yeah, well, all nowadays is pretty specialized in different... Very. So what is it, this new firm, what do they specialize in? Insurance defense. Which is oh very word. different. It's civil litigation, so a lot of it is the same. But I, I came from a background of credit collection defense, which is incredibly dry. Yes. You know, it's it's a lot of just uh, black and white federal law, mainly, into an area that's all state. We're all state law. And everything of our cases is um, based in Texas. So are you normally representing the... the uh well, homeowners, if you will, versus the insurance company, or are you the other way around? The insurance company. Yes. So you're representing the insurance company. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, it's funny you say, say homeowner. In insurance is the the bad guys around here. Did you know that? No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, they're just the big guys. So, yes, you know, that's, that's that's it. That's that's I mean, the case. You know, yeah. you're, you're you're kind of one against you right there, especially if you got a jury. You know. Yeah. Everybody can relate to whoever is the sitting in the seat, but yeah, you can't relate to in, a big in corporate my world. Entity. I see lots of insurance fraud committed oh, by others against insurance companies. You know, it's funny you say that because we had a case right when I started. Uh, a week after I started, they won a trial where a lady basically tried to pull that off. She got sideswiped by a commercial vehicle, and she saw money signs, sued them, and had. Surgeries just to rack up medical. No. Yes, and I won't say her name because so there's a lot of uh, evil going on there. You got doctors doing surgeries on somebody that 
Yeah. Is claiming they have injuries? Oh, my word. They did like two or three surgeries that were, uh, from the insurance company's perspective, were not necessary. And then we had this lady, there was, uh, you know, investigative people that were following her and she was doing she went on a cruise two or three weeks after the accident like she appeared to be fine you know and I I know that some people are hurt and it lingers and it manifests later on but we had people who flat out said she was uh oh what is he doing well, what are you How's are you going over here? again it's going good. We're you talking. Guys, you guys are doing great. I appreciate oh, all the content. <laughs> I, I started wondering if anybody's hearing the great music in the background because oh, they are. Well, they are now. I've got now. this mic on. They can we're, hear it. Oh well, I was hearing it through this, yeah. but uh, it's because we're at a fun event here. So with what are we going to Turner? What are we going to title this episode? Because y'all have like a full episode now. I don't know if you saw that. Oh seriously? No, it's, yeah. It's what I, would I don't know. Probably consider. The garbage can. Hey, you still. <laughs> Darren and Lucas take over. What did he call it? I don't have headsets. He on. said the garbage can. The garbage can? Okay, yeah. it's done. <laughs> it is going to be called the garbage can with Lucas and Darren Houck. There we go. You don't get a last name, sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just Lucas. Well, why we hadn't used mine up until now? <laughs> you want your name in there? Yeah. You're running oh, for yeah. office. Yeah. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll, re- we'll release it after that certain date. <laughs> Well, hey, we already got the date. Okay, okay. May sixth. Good, good. Okay. Go vote. Yes. Oh, wait, it doesn't matter no, anymore. It doesn't matter. Oh. Your vote doesn't matter. Well, we just, need, we just need to remember a couple of things here. Can you hear me? You don't. Have I can a hear you. On. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a headset on. But so number you. one, the last uh, interview I did with you, uh-huh. there was a little thing that came on first that kind of warned you that if you record here, you're giving permission to go on the air. Yeah. Uh, and, I think I need and, to shorten and, that up. Do you want to hear it? And, and no edit. No, my point is, we didn't hear it. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some editing here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I got know. what you're saying. Okay. No, the uh, the listeners have never heard it, though. Oh, yeah. To you. Then I think you guys probably need to get out of here. I don't know what you're talking you're about. Run, you're running out of balls. No, I'm gaining them, so I need to I go. Know. Hey, is it, oh, is it, balls. Is it, is it is Liquid it this Courage. One? Is that the one? All right. Is We're about it? to get started. Thank you for being on the yes. Fort Worth Roots podcast. A few admin notes before we Let do them hear get this started. cringy thing. Make sure that headset's comfortable around your is ears. Is this what you play? Make sure that microphone is I need as close to your mouth as Why? you can possibly stand it without it getting in your way. If you need to take a drink You're of your funny. beverage, the you audience doesn't throat, hear this. Make any kind of no. funny noises. Go right ahead. Do you play this we'll every time? I have been. By continuing with the recording process, we oh. do want to make sure you understand You're getting every bit of the content that we okay. collect today via smart. recording mm-hmm. is going yeah, to be given to sounds to me like this interview's over. <laughs> right? We'll be distributing this it's like, nope, I'm out. So... Be mindful of the things you say. If Andrew uh, asks a question that you're not comfortable answering, you're still talking, by the that, way. You know, let's go around. Oh, that. yeah. Let's not answer that question. Let's uh, stay away from that subject, because once it's on recording, it will get aired. anyway. Uh, there's that whole thing. Yeah, I kind of had a similar thing when I would talk to people. Give them a little. I need to shorten it up. It is super cringy, but I like. I was so upset. I had an incident. Where somebody had called in and said, hey, I don't want you to release that episode. And I was already editing it. 
And so I was like, okay, uh, never again. Yeah. Did you, and, and you and didn't yeah, so release the, it? The, no, I, I, I'll never you. release they it. They said yeah. a lot of things on their own and then regretted it later and blamed him. And I, and I even, think it happened I, more than once. The, the, the person like, hey, are you sure you want to do this? He's, anyway, he blamed me for like coercing him into saying these things. I'm like, no, that's not how that went. It ain't going. Anyway, so now if I get any inkling of an idea that this person, you know, like if it's me and Darren sitting down or you... Yeah, I you know I'm not know. gonna have that. You know, my, but anyway, and actually, the guy that I'm talking about, or a person, we'll leave it very vague. <laughs> yeah, that gal. Um, I, I, <laughs> I really thought there wasn't gonna be an issue, but so I told myself I was gonna play that with. But I just need to make it short and sweet, like. A really, because that one's long as shit. It's like a minute and a half long. Yeah, and I don't so. know that you want to go full on technical. Have them sign a waiver. You'll scare people away. See, your no. attorney there. Oh, <laughs> I told you. He, he's he's, he's somewhat man. right there. Yeah, there's so much of it that all of a sudden you start thinking. What? Yeah, wait. Exactly. Unless Loser, you provide losers, them losers the waiver. like me will stay yeah. on, but you know. <laughs> No, I. Everybody that I've played that for, I've asked them like, "Are did that? Did that seem weird?" And they're like, "No, no, I get it. Like everybody's been very cool with it." So, but it does need to be shortened up. But you get it on recording. I get it on recording so that the master file has that like acceptance. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's implied that consent. That was not on here before this interview started. <laughs> He's like, "Well, <laughs> you are still talking, <laughs> sir." That's true. There's an implied consent, though. <laughs> I went through the same thought process of like, do I need to have people sign yeah. a waiver? When you put something on and somebody hits record, it, there's I, no, I mean, an I understanding. looked into it. It's legal. Like, yeah, as exactly. long as check this out here's the weird thing yeah. as long as one person right. knows, knows that there's a recording Correct. Right. so the person that is doing the recording yes can be that one person yep. which means here's a good example uh, recording a conversation of a car dealer and a customer negotiating mm, that's over That's a, a good car. idea. Next time I buy a car, I'm going to do that. Well, you can. Well, I'm you saying can. years ago, it was done on a regular basis where <laughs> the uh, manager in the office is hearing every word that's going on. Now, that's illegal. Right. Oh, is it really? Yeah. But as long as... It, but that's where some of that came in. So you can't record somebody else, two other people talking. But Correct. If, if one of you oh. can record yourself talking to somebody else, okay. Well, here's as the, I understand it, I will refer to my legal advice <laughs> to the left now. My ex-wife, and you're not airing this. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna go ahead and close it out, okay? And then we're gonna we're gonna continue this. But you gotta say goodbye to the people. Come oh, on. Oh yeah, now. we should say well, goodbye. This is not. What are we gonna I say? will do an interview with this guy any day. We could actually do something quite. Uh, Record worthy, but I don't think it's time to say your goodbyes. All right, well, it's been fun, Darren, and I wish you luck. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have a party. Okay, I'm coming. Say 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 goodbye to the Fort Worth Roots people. Bye, Fort Worth Roots podcast (laughs) listeners, which will be me too. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> you can't hear the sound. Wait, oh, you can. <laughs> you can't. Oh, I can't. It's not playing anything. Oh, well, I'm not hearing the. No, you're, you 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 hit the wrong here button. We, there. there we go. How's that? All right. There Bye. we go. Now we got the right music. Okay. Now we can properly. I feel like 
I'm in a helicopter. Fuck oh yes. Oh my god, that was me. No, no, okay, I'm done. So y'all are going to be all over the internet, in every country, and all over the world. Every country? Every country. Even Thailand and uh, North Korea. What about East Korea? Alright, so I'm going to bring up the vibe real quick. I'm going to show you how we really start the show off. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Fort Worth. And tonight, we're in Fort Worth. We are tonight in Fort Worth. We're always in Fort Worth because the name of the show is Fort Worth Roots. Martin, my man, what's up? Tonight, we're in Fort Worth. <laughs> We also are joined by two strangers on the other side. We're here at the Psychedelic Panther in Fort Worth, Texas for our oh, second nice. annual uh, event. Psychedelic festival. Who are these folks over here? And you're going to have to let us on the inside joke. Let us All in right. on the inside joke. My name is Harrison. No, no, no. no. Get a lot closer. I, I got to get a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. My name is Harrison. There we go. Harrison. My name is Caitlin. Caitlin. Right. No, All that's right. not right. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 they're right. <laughs> you you had your chance, right. Martin. Let right, them right. finish. We're good. <laughs> no, 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 that is right. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Keep going. Like, We're good. A couple of hours ago, he's the greatest man we've ever met. He's okay, traveling okay. the world, doing everything he wants to do, living the life. And uh, we had a joke with him. We were sitting right over there, those listening, I guess, to the left. And... Uh, we do. I was like, man, what's that? He's like, oh, have you not heard that podcast yet? And I was like, no. And he's like, dude, you got to listen to it. I was like, I kind of want to be on it. And here, well, here I am now. And he was like, well, there you go. You can just go ask. And I was like, you can't just ask. He was like, no, you got to trick them. You got to ask them to invite you on their podcast. And here he is right here, the man. So, so at the point where y'all were having that conversation, trying to trick your way into being on the show, we had already decided that we were going to find Martin and get him on the show. 100%. Yes. Have you found him yet? I don't know. I think he might have left the building. But we're going to find out here in a minute. Caitlin and friend, where are you guys from? Um, we're from McKinney, Texas. Okay, what the fuck are y'all doing here? Everyone here. I googled live music near me, and this came up, and the name was really, really cool. And I was like, Harrison, what are you doing on Saturday we're night? We're going. <laughs> Is this y'all's first date? Hundred percent. Yeah. Fucking sweet. Oh yes. That's so cool. Right here. Yeah. Oh man. Have y'all named your children yet? Absolutely. Our first daughter will be named Lennon, and that is not up for discussion. <laughs> that is so perfect. No agreement there. Listen, uh, from, from a guy that's been through the whole thing with the dating and the stuff, that response right there that she just gave, that's a keeper. That's a goddamn keeper. Yes, absolutely. All right, so before I kick you guys off the podcast... What did you want to say on a podcast so bad that you were willing to conspire against us, acts against the government, to be on the show? I don't know, man. I grew up with the motto of, like, 
life sucks, just deal with it. <laughs> okay, but all right. My, my dad was a crazy person. It's not person. very positive, no, it's but not okay, positive. okay, okay. I just want people to know that, like, life does suck sometimes, but guess what? It's all about how you take it, and you just got to love the people around you. And Martin has taught me a lot about that tonight, so he's going to be nice. a great guest we've, for you we've guys. Nice. Each other for like Is Martin invited to the wedding? Martin, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, Martin yeah, is invited yeah, to everything. Totally We're going to go play me. disc golf at McKinney, like, later this week, hopefully. I'm not even joking. I'm a DM on That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, 100%. Get in here. What'd you say? No, I said he'll be our flower girl. We'll give him oh, a fanny pack man. with some rose petals That's in it. Me. Just throw him down the aisle. I That's like it. Nice, nice, nice. Well, you you two are awesome. Thank you for conspiring against us. 100%. Thank you for participating. You guys are absolutely wonderful. We love so. you. And please, hey. Check us out, 403. No, 100%. All right, all right. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you guys. Oh, oh, where are we going? <laughs> and I guess Martin will be chasing you down later. All right, how about that shining introduction, Martin? You're going to have to move that mic just a, a little bit closer to your face. Just If you spill beer on it, you got to buy me a new one. Turn it. All right, so at this point, now, folks, I want to remind you, we're at the Psychedelic Panther, and I, I'm going to set the scene for Martin. Martin got in a van. How many months ago, yeah. Martin? Yeah, well, how, how well did you listen? Well, not well enough to know how many months ago this started. I left on uh, November 12th. Okay, so November 12th. Boston. From Boston, Mr. Martin got in a van, and he decided he was going to go. And he went, and he has seen some amazing things. We might get some of those stories tonight, today. Tonight, I'm in. We might not get Fort Worth. We, Fort Worth. We, we might Fort not Worth. get a Fort whole Fort lot Worth of stories, Texas. but tonight, Martin is in Fort Worth, Texas, at Psychedelic Panther for year two. What was your favorite band two. so far, Martin? It was the first one. There was a yellow, yellow, yellow something. Well, I, really I, I, I think you're, name. yeah, you're thinking of the album, but it was Apuk the Destroyer. Yes. And uh, King in Yellow is the album you're thinking of. Yeah, That's I did like cool. those guys. Now we also have Jeff Zero on the Jeff, mic tonight. I bought my, I bought hey, my hey. shirt from Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't we got local obscene here. Hey man, we're recording, but the mic's on. Oh snap! This get, one? Yeah, get in yeah. tight. What's hey. up? Local obscene. Hey, I met this guy last night. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. We got deep. We did. We're trying to interview this mastermind behind this uh, no, cross-country trip here, Mr. Martin. Have you met Martin? Uh, did I last night? No, no, no. no. Martin got no. here today. He's okay, cruising no. around the U.S. in a van. <laughs> nice to I meet am. you. I'm yeah. Cruising around the U.S. in a van. <laughs> And he's here tonight. I am here in... And here he is. Fort Worth. Before me. Fort Worth. Right before you. <laughs> Tell us Fort about Worth. Local Obscene. I want to hear about it. At the Psychedelic Panther Festival. Oh, man. Psychedelic Panther Festival. I fucking love Psychedelic Panther Festival. <laughs> it just drops itself on my lap this afternoon. Like, yeah. boom. Like, oh, I closed everything down, shut the computer, unplugged the cords. I'm like, I got to go there. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Tell us about a Local Obscene, man. What are you guys about? Yeah, so the local obscene has been around for coming up on five years. Um, basically interviewing bands, but there's a lot beneath the scenes. What do you mean? So there's like story arcs unfolding. I bring people on to do like scripted character voices and work like that. So I'm always down to collab okay. with stuff and uh, come up with some scripts. I don't know. I have like cinematic 
soundtracks and you know that kind of stuff. I love the 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 stuff that you guys, the content that you're posting online is very interesting. So I would love to continue to follow you guys and see maybe if there's a maybe a little avenue for some collaboration. Yeah, what's the what's the link? How do we how do we follow? What? How do we follow, follow? you? <laughs> how do we follow you? How do you follow me? He doesn't you have know. a headset on. So. Oh. <laughs> follow. I'm like, how do we follow you? How do you follow me? You go to Local Obscene on Instagram or on Spotify. Local Obscene. Yes. Nice. That's nice. it. Awesome. Fort Worth Roots. I'm glad we it's ran nice into to, you, brother. Nice to meet you. Very right. good. <laughs> so as soon as Martin's done scrolling through Wait, porn. Martin's here again? Ma- Jesus Christ. Martin's over there Who scrolling through porn. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell us the uh, adventures, Martin. Are you talking to me again? Shit. Yeah. You're the only one with the alias, Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. That's what I got. That's all right. So where did it all begin? Uh, I was born. I'm sorry, Dang, man, he's man. taking it to day one. Right? He was right. born. My so first tonight diaper I'm in, tonight was I'm in paper. Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> right? Yes, at you the are. Psychedelic Panther Festival. I was born, comma, and then I was at the Psychedelic Panther Fest. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It, it, that's really that's where we've ended up. That's that's where we are. Uh, Martin you, was I born. Keep freaking out because I feel like I'm in a helicopter. Like you're talking to me, but I, it's like yeah, that's weird. Man. I think I left my magic crystal over there on the arts table. Go get it. <laughs> I forgot one thing, Martin, and I need you to listen very closely. Right, I'll try. Oh shit! That did not do the thing. Uh, I can't listen closely. <laughs> All right. We're about to get started. Thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. A few admin notes before we do get started. Make sure that headset's comfortable around your ears. Make sure that microphone is as close to your mouth as you can possibly stand it without it getting in your way. What? If you need to take a drink of your beverage, if you need to clear your throat or make any kind of funny noises, go right ahead. We'll be able to edit that out later. By continuing with the recording process, we do want to make sure you understand every bit of the content that we collect today via recording is going to be given out to your audience as well as ours. We'll be distributing this all around so the world. You can't tell me this so stuff be mindful now. of the Everything things you say. If Andrew uh, asks a question is, that is, you're is, not comfortable answering, I just tell him that, now. you know. Let's go around that. Let's not answer that question. Let's uh, right, stay away so from that, that subject. Know the rules. Because right, once it's on recording, it will get aired uh, far and wide. Not to alarm you. Uh, you're in very capable hands. We've done over 120 episodes at this point, and we kind of know what we're doing. Thank you again for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And now, if you would, please uh, state your full name. This will give us consent. And it will make sure that we do not mess up your name. <laughs> Martin, uh, you want to put your headset back on so we can talk to you? This is the weirdest, weirdest episode I've ever done. <laughs> All right, Martin, back yes. in the game. All right. So by continuing, uh, you understand we're doing well, a podcast. Now, now, now I do. <laughs> well, fortunately, before you didn't say anything. So now we need the full story. Full story. So full story. 
It's a long story. Well, fortunately, we got a lot of people that are loving what you're saying. The crowd's gone nuts. They didn't respond until they heard that it was a long story. I'm having a hard time with the headset. I okay, you want to? I'm not used to uh, conversing. You want to? Manner. You want to give up the headset and we'll put you in front of the mic? No, I'm okay. Okay. So, uh, okay. All right. All right. We're good. Martin is a really good dude. This uh, this had a lot of potential, but right. it's uh, it's gonna come to a close now. <laughs> Sorry, man. We it's should. All good. We, we, I think we probably should have caught Martin about two hours ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, Martin, I tell you what. Yes. Put this on just long enough to tell these people where you came from and uh, how to find you. On just just tell them where to find you. How about that? Travels with Martin. Travels with Martin. Perfect. Okay, and where and that's on TikTok. Find me on whatever platform I'm hoping. Okay. If you look far enough, you'll find me. There you go. All right. Travels, Travels with, with Martin. Martin. And I just know this because I followed him on TikTok earlier, but if you go to travel underscore with underscore Martin, it's where you can find him on TikTok. Very interesting man. Currently wearing a, 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 a Jeff Zero tie-dye badass shirt. And uh, we here at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast wish this man the absolute best. <laughs> yeah, we, Martin's been hanging out all day. Martin and I were hanging out. It has been all day. All right, brother. We'll go go run around. Be free. We're going to talk to Jeff Zero now for a little bit. Okay. All right. Just don't spill your beer on any of my shit. I have not. All right. Well, we tried, didn't we? Yes. And that's all good. I mean, it's all good. Yeah, man. yeah. Whatever, whatever. It all works. So, what do you think about the Psychedelic Panther? How did this go for you? This went a lot better. Um, it was just very unique, interesting experience because I had never been a vendor of any kind. You know. I've, oh yeah, this is your first time at a vendor event. Yeah, I, I you know I've played in bands. You know, I've, I've done art shows, but never like I made this thing. You know, kind of. So I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, I've never really been to a festival where I didn't get to see any of the bands. So it's just been a, a very unique. You know, you kind of hear the bands wafting in and out while you're trying to talk to people, or so. But it's it's been uh, it's been very the the quality of the music has been great. The quality. Oh yeah. The, the quality of the bands have been been stellar. Uh, the last night at Pantomello, my booth was unattended their entire set. Like, there was, like, there was, like, Dude, yeah, I got I got a couple of good videos. Um, old boy was wearing a chicken suit. Yes. Was, well, no, it was a bee suit. Oh, that's right. And that's the drummer, right. Was a bee. the drummer had the head of the bee. If you noticed, that went with his purple lame shirt. So I, that I remember always, you yeah, saying yeah. that. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it, but uh, yeah. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And then you came up with uh, an assumption as to what the... Uh, was she playing bass? She was the bassist, right? Yeah. And her outfit was supposed to be something, and you had told me how that fit, fit into the whole B thing. Do you remember? 
No. <laughs> you uh, had yeah. you had a whole complicated idea. I'm on sure I did. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I had been probably had been I had probably been consulting with my homeopathic herbologist who had filled my head full of. <laughs> You, you you might have been able to communicate with Martin right now right? if you were at where you were at. Right. Yeah. Then. Yeah. yeah. Man, that sucks. Cause Martin had a really cool story, but he he imbibed a little too much, I think. Yeah. Uh, but that gentleman has made his way across the country, and uh, through just kind of luck, ended up here at the Psychedelic Panther. Uh, really vibing hard and uh, enjoying the the mm-hmm. culture and. Anyway, that that could have been a really badass interview. But uh, anyway, maybe next time, right? Maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time. We're, we're, and you know, at least at least people got a little whiff of Martin. Yeah. Right? They at least yeah. got a little exposure to him because the dude well, was really a cool dude. I know, and it's a shame because uh, <laughs> he had a lot more to offer. <laughs> <laughs> than what we got out yeah. of him tonight. Yeah, he but. was he was uh, he was here early, and uh, right after I got set up, before anybody got here, we were just, he was just sitting in my tent. And we were talking for about an hour. And oh, just, really? Yeah. That's he had, cool. he started like in Boston, <clears throat> then he he um, got a job that he can do 100 percent remote. I don't want to say what it is. Right, but right, a, yeah, 100. Um, percent so now Martin um, lives in his van, literally. He said, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I don't want to go to the office. I don't want to put on, you know, big boy clothes. I want to go wherever I want to go. And a lot of times he goes to places where he's got a hotspot on his cell phone. That's mm-hmm. how he has to connect to, to the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he's just been more peaceful going where things take him. And he was driving somewhere. can't remember. He like, said he came here from Dallas. Yeah, on his way on his way to some I can't remember where he's heading now. But he was like, you know what, I'm in a mood to see a band. So he just typed live music near me and Lola's happened to just be the first thing that came up based on location, based on where he happened to be. Wow. So he just swung in here. Yeah. And it was total pure chance. Pure chance. So if you're ever thinking about opening a bar and playing live music, just know that there's a possibility you will just pull random people that are traveling the country. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he does seem like a pretty chill dude. Uh, I, I'm glad that he has already committed. He actually uh, verified with the owner that where he's parked tonight is fine. He's not going to get towed. There's not going to be any kind of issue. So, you know, as much fun as he's having, he's being responsible. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be safe. He's going to sleep it off here in his rolling uh, condo. So that's cool. (laughs) And I I support Martin. I support Martin. We all do. So, uh... First event that you've ever brought the the clothes out and uh, tried to do the the vendor thing, but what people don't know, unless they saw my video I posted earlier about your very unique collection of tie-dyed goods, every single article of clothing that you have up is 100% authentic and unique, one of a kind, mm-hmm. and completely untraceable. Which is the most important part. <laughs> I feel. We I was proud of myself for just coming up with that on the spot. Yeah. 
<laughs> completely untrue. No one will know. No yeah. one will ever know that you bought this <laughs> from me. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to make it sound, uh, you know, as cool as I could. It, and that, how cool is that? Like completely untrue. Like the go- government can't track you here. Like the, it's so true. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to account for it. Let's talk about Jeff Zero in his own person, private universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's Jeff Zero in his own private universe is one of my musical incarnations. Um, that is more pop, more song structured song. I wouldn't call your work pop at all. Really? Not at all. Like in like in the fact that you think your music is pop. Totally, like. Well, I don't want to. Like, like, like late. I don't want to like, like, argue like, or take that away from you, but like, I, I feel like like late seventies British power pop, like, 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 uh, Nick Lowe or Elvis Costello and the Attractions, okay. or at least that's where it's coming from. Okay, okay. Uh, I have no right to tell you what genre your music fits into, but I, I would have put it into a uh, singer songwriter punk rock category I don't know is that is that fair or am I just being ridiculous I think I would describe my music very lyric very lyrical right the yeah. lyrics lyrics are, are hugely important as probably more important than and I understand that. that's why I said started with singer songwriter for sure so I would say singer songwriter along the lines of Elvis Costello is a singer-songwriter. Paul McCartney is a singer-songwriter. Yeah. Ben Hibbert is a singer-songwriter. Um, Tom York is a singer-songwriter. Like I have, I have a vision for stuff I want to do, and this particular incarnation is that short punk length, two minute, two and a half minute. Okay. Yeah. So the, the energy, but from more from that early. Post-punk British Invasion, after like after Sex Pistols, where you're starting to get some of that Farfisa organ, that '60s feel into that '80s, that '70s late like okay. thing. That's so I almost feel like you kind of validated what I said, but to to be clear, I was definitely trying to say you're much more than pop. And and to me, singer songwriter is far above that. Okay. And and so to say that your your singer songwriter people are as such as you described, I mean that that's where I place you far far above pop. I I don't know. To me, pop is Britney Spears and ninety eight no, degrees. Well, no, no. <laughs> to, to, to me. To me, pop is the Beatles, and the, the pop is really the Dave Clark Five. Okay, okay. So there might be. A, well, first of all, I'm ignorant whenever it comes to music. I'm just, you know, I'm not a musician. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, maybe a, a little bit of an age gap there. Yeah. Because because for for me, pop pop music was short for popular music. So it was a sure, sure, a, sure. a rock tinged, high energetic, not country. Not not rockabilly, but a, but a, a pop kind of a thing. Structured harmonies, you know, stuff like that. So that made it popular. And now pop is come to mean like pop culture. So the 
it would not have been to call something a pop song in the 60s or 70s would not be the insult it would be to say it's a Backstreet Boys song and, and that's what I meant yeah, yeah the, there, there must be like a, a little bit of a time gap there because yeah nowadays I, I feel like yeah pop is kind of an insult right yeah, yeah. isn't it yeah. what do you think all right we got past that <laughs> so anyways so the, the high energy up tempo positive that's why i say it's not punk it's short like in in this in this incarnation what am i trying to say what's the least amount of time and space and words that i can say exactly what i need to say yeah and so on this record i've got like like in live, we can do we can do a fourteen song set and and play thirty five minutes, like if we just plow through it because it's they're they're short, you know. I've seen you do it, you know, originally theater, mm-hmm. uh, originally room, which I'm not in it. I don't know how much you listen to the uh, show, but I'm not a fan. I um, after that show, we're not gonna. I don't foresee us playing at, Bro, at the Rizzo Room. I'm so glad to hear you say that because I, I swear to God, like I would go back and I would watch you play because I want to support you mm. and I love your music. But yeah, Ridgely Room is just not 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 the right vibe for me, man. Yeah, I, I'd rather you not listen to my music at all than listen to it oh. mixed with somebody's mindset that everybody that comes through here is a death metal band and I've got to blast everything on 10. And it's it's not even that, man. It, it, it felt like... I, I've been there two or three times now and every time it's just like that venue... I, I think that the people there are maybe in between jobs or something. Nobody gives a fuck about anything no, there. No, no, It's awful. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Now, I did go see... Uh, Live crew at Ridgely Theater, the big room. Big room is cool. And it was great. It was great. And I I didn't catch a great vibe from the staff, but it, it really did not matter because it was the full band, lots of asses, and a lot of seats, and it was just a great fucking time. Uh, good luck getting a drink, but. Right. You know, I'm. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. No, I'm actually really glad to hear you say that because I don't want to ever go back to Ridgely Room ever. No, they they um, the Ridgely Room is the direct reason I bought a head rush. What's a head rush? Um, a head rush is if you're in a cover band and you want to play, you know, forty different guitar tones it's basically a board that you can pre-program oh, okay right yeah yeah but what you can also do is program literally what's on your pedal board through your amplifiers or somebody else's amplifiers so yeah. i can i can i can say okay i want to go through a, a vox ac 15 or now i want to go through a marshall eight stack and now i want to go through a fender blues combo um and you can build whatever tone that you want. So a lot of touring bands, instead of hauling that equipment, have this stuff because it just it has a, a jack that goes right to the PA. So the sound of the the not giving a fuck uh, at Ridgely, they didn't give us a, a good sound check. They wouldn't let me when we were somebody else had knocked my amp over, so my knobs got fucked. Damn, dude. They, they wouldn't let me do a. They wouldn't let me adjust God. my amp. He's like, go, go, go. And so I'm like, fuck, clock's running because they they turned the band that was in front of us. Saw that they just turned the fucking PA off. I know. I I've talked about this on the show. So and and this is really the death knell 
for that venue. Those were my buddies in Sonic Wonder. And those guys, are God. they're great dudes. And they have a great sound. Yeah. And, you know, they play by the rules. Now, they got, they've got a synth player and a drummer. You know, and they were getting the synth racks up on top, but the, the, the sound guy was counting the load-in time against their set. Why is it like that? I, I can only assume that, like, everybody there is just waiting to go to their next job. I don't know. Well, what the, the, the dirty secret is that that's not even run by the club. Right. It's out-of-state people, right? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they basically say, hey, Ridgely Room, we'll give you X amount of dollars... <laughs> that you may or may not get if you book a band in here yourself in alcohol sales. We'll give you, you know, we'll rent the venue and you keep the bar. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they take the risk, but the bands end up buying the tickets, right, <laughs> to give to their friends. So the bands are, are paying for it. And so the people that they hire, you know, they're contracting for one night, you know. So why do they care? I'm trying to get waffles and... Waffles extra. What's up, yo? Hola. Uh, there's a there's a microphone. This it's is on. My last gap. It's on. <laughs> State your name, sir. What's up? This no, is you got to get closer. James Maker here. James How's Maker. Going? What do you do? I do everything under the sun. <laughs> For this particular event, I'm doing projection art. What is projection art, sir? So I make a big white sculpture. Get close to that microphone. I make a big white sculpture, and then I waffles uh, is like, yeah, dude, get closer. <laughs> is that your panther? It Bro is. Yeah. yeah, that's. I made a cool. big white panther for this event, and um, well, you made a big white panther for the last <coughs> event. I did. Yeah, and you've it's, been it's on back. the Fort Worth Roots podcast before, for uh, psychedelic panther 1.0. Yes, sir. And this is 2.0. Mm -hmm. Still up and kicking. <laughs> Gotta congratulate you. That thing is still badass. Thank you, man. The uh, projections are still amazing. Yep. Did you end up running both both uh, stages tonight? No, no. Uh, Abraham, the... Or, uh, what's it? Attic? Uh, Attic Space. Attic yeah. Space is Abraham, and he's doing the outside one. Right on, right cool. on. Yep. Anything you want to tell the Fort Worth Roots listeners that are tuning into the Psychedelic Panther 2.0 episode? Uh, check me out on Instagram, <laughs> yo. I guess. What? What's your Instagram handle? James B Maker. James B Maker. James B Maker, okay. and uh, go play with my web app at w4a.care. Any old time. Perfect. Make some art for me. Perfect. <laughs> Mrs. Waffles, did you get some badass photos today? Nope, nah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, well, I was here most of the day yesterday, right, right. and then I got in a little bit later today after another gig. You are showing but, Dallas uh, a little bit of love, weren't you? Yeah, I got, got a little Dallas and Fort Worth today. Nice. nice. Um, ah, yeah, I was uh, shooting video for Joe's project, Space Poets. Right. So, got some cool stuff for that. Excellent. That, that room was packed when uh, Space Poets went up. Yeah, I mean, you know, support the guy that made it all happen, so... You know, it's only right. How can people find your beautiful photography? Well, if you go to at Waffles Weekly on Instagram, you can find some great stuff there. And I also have work on KXT Radio, which is kxt.org. Hold on one sec. Real talk. All right, James, you're up. Okay. Actually, you're both up. Look, we got two headsets. Yeah, come on, Waffles. <coughs> oh, 
Hey, man. Hey. He'll be back. He'll, it's all right. I keep calling you Mrs. Waffles, so I can't <laughs> even, like, when I see you, that's what I think of. Good. That's what you're supposed to think of, because <laughs> the only reason anyone knows that whatever first name that's not even real is because of Facebook, and they make me do it. All right. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna ease up off that first name basis. Yeah, because my first name is Waffles. All right. It's like share, <laughs> you know, just Waffles. <laughs> You've done some work with the, the Fort Worth Weekly, correct? Um, actually, I've never been hired by Fort Worth Weekly. I've given them some stuff here and there. Um, I know they, I've seen your name on it. Yeah, they did a yeah. piece about local photographers, and so I had a photo in the weekly for that and a little blurb about me, okay. which was really cool. I mean, I thought it was nice to be included. Well, I think what our, our listeners need to know is that you are a uh, very very active member of our community and you are at I don't know 25 to 45 percent of all the music activities that happen in this city <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to cover all of it but you do a good job of making uh, at least a very strong effort you're covering something every weekend it seems like yeah I mean between the work that I do for KXT radio which takes me all over the Metroplex like I'll cover things in Fort Worth Dallas Denton Arlington McKinney sometimes uh, just all over the place they don't really put a a barrier on where I can travel for North Texas music. Yeah. Um, and I get to pitch them all kinds of things. And I love Fort Worth music, so I, I pitch Fort Worth a lot. And most of the time they're like, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. I love that. So for, for Fort Worth roots, I do have some serious barriers. Mm. I'm kind of... I'm kind of softening up on my northern barrier. <laughs> like Denton is starting to kind of become part of the process. Okay. Um, I don't know that that badass titanium barrier. I mean, it's like a eight-foot wall of titanium, and it goes a thousand miles up between us and Dallas. I don't know that I'll ever <laughs> let that wall down. Yeah. I don't know that it will ever be breached. There's a rivalry there and I don't understand <laughs> it, but whatever. I got no love for Dallas. <laughs> uh, it's all for fun. <laughs> it's that so rivalry fun. keeps us strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's like I had no idea of something like that existing when I moved here. Do you know how far back that goes? Really, really like, far. Like the whole Panther thing. Well, right? Eamon Carter, man. Eamon one, Carter. One of our big Fort Worth old school celebrities. Mm. There was a uh, some kind of groundbreaking event where, mm. and I want to say it was like DFW Airport or something. It was a big one. And so people like the mayor and stuff from Dallas came and the mm. Eamon Carter was there and it was supposed to be a... Because there was already a rivalry. Mm. And so they, the ceremony was supposed to be a burying the hatchet type, <laughs> type thing. Okay. So they had hatchets. <laughs> and they buried them. Wow. And somebody somebody made mention of it. They went, uh, Mr. Carter, uh, your hatchet, the handle is still sticking out of the ground. <laughs> and he turned around and he said, I, I might need to come back and uh, pull that thing out later. Just to find it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, the rivalry wow. between Fort Worth and Dallas is, like, visceral. And it has yeah. been going on for a hundred plus years. I think the funniest thing I've ever heard somebody say about, like, Fort Worth versus Dallas was the Fort, Fort Worth is where the West begins okay. and Dallas is where the East peters out. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, just don't ever forget Fort Worth is home. 
Okay, <laughs> just saying. Where do y'all live? Dallas. <laughs> Damn it. And here we are. East Dallas. <laughs> oh, East Dallas. I know, even the further. The far side. Yeah. You remember that meme? Uh, you got Simba and his dad standing at the top of the whatever pile mm-hmm. of shit, whatever they're standing on. Okay. Dad, what's that dark place over there? You must never go there, Simba. That is Dallas. <laughs> I've seen that meme, there. but it says Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys ever think you'll move here to Fort Worth? Uh, probably not. Really, really, really <laughs> I, digging that Dallas vibe? I mean... I got family out there. Yeah, it's, it's the combination of having some of his family out there, but also... Uh, I feel like I get more gigs in the Dallas area just because really? of, mostly because of the number of things happening it just kind of happens that way but I still do like 30% of my gigs in Fort Worth that's really cool to hear you say that and I've got nothing bad to say about that um, you are absolutely the first artist I've ever heard say that <laughs> ever really? maybe maybe that's a photography thing probably because you know there's a lot of people with money in Dallas that sure. spend it with me sometimes sure. you know and you've done a great <laughs> job of not not just branding yourself but I mean you're you're professional you show up whenever you should show up and mm-hmm. you've got a name for yourself thank you and yeah. your articles and your photography kind of speaks for itself so it does not surprise me that you're having very limited issues finding work in Dallas yeah, I, I really appreciate that because I put a lot of time and effort into building my brand before I ever got paid for it. Like, yeah. I, I worked with l- hundreds of people before I ever really started charging anyone. And, it, and that's crazy to, to think about now that I was like five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she inspires me to get on it every day. Good. Man, you need busy. some some of that inspiration. I do. I Everybody see, does. I see you over there with a flower in your ear. <laughs> you look like a slacker. <laughs> <laughs> I am one at heart. <laughs> get out of it. No, man. You've done some incredible shit. I was absolutely floored. Uh, year one, Psychedelic Panther with their uh, projector screen. It was insane. You remember me asking you questions about like where is the projector because it doesn't <laughs> yeah. like it doesn't make sense. What is happening there? Yeah, but I mean, uh, so on the technical side, you're a wizard, and then you've also I got the, that. you've also got the professional tenacity to uh, make it all work. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> keeping all that shit in line is not easy. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. chasing down payments. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> oh, dude. Oof, that's yeah. always a part of it. Anybody Not that's here, ever been yeah. in business, Psychedelic Panther takes care of their artists. Yes. Honestly, they're yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very important to Joe because I mean he it is before he started this uh, festival he you know what ten years he's he's been into to the arts for at least a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's been there. He, he knows what that it. feels yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I will say that this this festival is very refreshing in a way that I. I've met people here that are kind of first timers in something like this at all, like just as attendees. And they're like, man, I've never been to anything like this in Fort Worth. And I was like, yeah, that's because it doesn't really exist until now. Um, you know, there yes. might be might be something similar-ish here and right. there, but not quite as thought out or put together this way. And yeah. I really appreciate that about Joe and how intentional he is with everything he's done here. Man, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's, that's so right on the point yeah there's a market for it there's people here that want to engage in this and Mm -hmm. uh 
there's just no one really rallying the crowd mm-hmm. until Joe showed up. And yeah. Got it started. No, these artists, they're awake, if you know what I mean. I mean, <laughs> these artists, wow. They are all so eccentric, it's, every one of them. It's been excellent. I mean, uh, from the vendors and not, not, I don't, I don't think half these guys are from Fort Worth, but they came here mm-hmm. with the hope of connecting with the the psychedelic community. And every one of the bands that have gone on stage have absolutely wrecked it. Yeah. Great. I'm so happy to get to play my part in that. You know, get to. Make the visuals that... Yeah, it, it would yeah. not be the same without your contribution, for sure. I'd like to hear 100%. that. Thank you, man. That's true. And if no... People have told you that, right? I'm not I the mean, first. I cannot be the first one to have said that to you. Ish. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> but no, But I appreciate no. it, man. You make this festival. Like, I, I don't take anything away from Joe, but that... The, the visual effects that you provide for this event are... Iconic. Mm. Absolutely iconic. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. That's, yeah. yes. Waffles nailed it. Last year I got to do more of the bands. I hope next year we get to have more inside so I can <laughs> get to be the fifth member of the band or whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the visual instrument. That I think I think this is the right venue for year three. I think we should do the next one right here. Mm. Yeah, it's nice here, man. I I really like it. And yeah. meeting Brian, the owner, you know, he's he's all good about dude. it. Yeah, he's Very a good, good guy. Yeah, Brian's awesome. It was so funny at the at the end of one of the songs for Space Poets. It was just like it kind of went, you know, it it ended and had the the ambiance. And he just he just stands there, he's like, that was pretty good, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, loud enough for everyone to hear, and it he's was so hilarious. No, Brian. Oh, Brian! Yeah, was, oh, that's great. He was on the side of the stage, and it was just—it was so funny. It was like from the man himself. Approval. I—I—I I, I think that I've been around him enough, and I've introduced myself a couple of times. He knows who I am. Mm. So I've uh, through this event, I've—I've I've just left him alone. Like if Brian <laughs> wants to talk to me, he'll come mm. talk to me. But I want him on the show. I will go yeah. tell him no, that. No, no, no. I want it to I'm be Brian's him. idea. No. <laughs> I'm going to be a total so, diva about some this. Some people need a push, though. I interviewed him uh, when the old Lola's closed, like the last stand show. Yeah. I interviewed him at the end of the night. At the end of the night. And so it was like, I got some real, real talk yes, from Brian Ferrella. Yes. And that was like my first <laughs> official time meeting him, too. And he just like... He was so open and, and emotional, nice. of course. I mean, yeah. he had been there for such a long time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like I got to see the, the true soul of the man in the first time of meeting him, and I thought that that was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, uh, I really appreciate the old Lola's, like the, mm-hmm. the legacy that that yeah. really carried. And uh, we were all heartbroken to lose that location, but this right here... Is it's awesome. like the ultimate upgrade. It it's really so is. good. I re- I agree. Like it has a modern vibe. Yeah. And it's just a little more elevated and a little cleaner, which is great. You know, I, it, lo- I and, do love it. And as the the mass wheels, was, mass was a little grungy. No, in ma- an okay way. Not, not mass. Uh, Lola's the old Lola's. Oh, the old Lola's. Yeah, sorry, we're, sorry. we're well. Yeah. So yeah. you're talking about the event. Waffles and I are talking about the uh, old Lola's. The, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, the wheels of time can need to turn and if you don't adapt you just disappear or get yeah. crushed <laughs> he's adapted very well yeah so I'm excited about that yeah. yeah I don't know maybe I should 
and get in his ear and just poke him a little. Oh, bit. I'm on it. <laughs> okay. I told you I'm All on right. it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, uh, I don't. I have not talked to him a lot, but just with everybody that I have had on the show that uh, has like a personal relationship with him, I know that he'd be a. a Great guest to have on, so that 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 might be really yeah. cool. Yeah. I didn't get, want to press him though. You should yeah. get this lady over here too, man. Uh, Two booths that way. Tardigrade? Yeah, yeah, she's making all these awesome tardigrades because you know. Uh, Is she a tardigrade? <laughs> kinda. I love tardigrades. <laughs> right. Uh, so NASA sent a bunch of tardigrades into space to see if they could survive, and I, I was think about that's what say, these are themed on. I yeah. was about to say that tardigrade does not need that helmet. Right? No, because what, be they, fine. what they did is they took tardigrades and they exposed them to the absolute vacuum of space and the solar radiation for, yeah. I think... And they just dehydrate. How long fine. was it? 45 minutes? Oh, no, days. Was it? Yeah, yeah, days. So, They're fine. So then they brought them back in. Mm-hmm. And it took a little bit of time. But after all that exposure to the vacuum of space and the radiation... They came back to life. Yeah, you just add a little water and they, they are, come right back. They are the superheroes of our planet. Yeah, we think that they uh, came from space, actually. Like, we, we think they got here on an asteroid based on... Totally makes sense. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> Those and octopus, yeah. Yeah, there's more... Octopi. There's more mass <laughs> on Earth in tardigrade than there is mass on Earth in human. No. Yeah, there's more how the of fuck them. Would, how, how would anybody know that? I guess they how science. You, how they, could you? They no, figured, don't you science me? Okay. They figured out how many there were in one square foot, multiplied it by how many square feet are on the oh, earth. Oh yeah, you know, probably. Nah, I, don't know. I don't know. I do want to catch the rest of the secret. Yes, set. yes. Thank y'all so much. Does anyone yes, have a sir. phone for us to take a selfie? Uh, we're gonna do that. Tell everybody where they can find you, waffles. Waffles Weekly is on Instagram mostly uh, at Waffles Weekly, okay. uh, and then other parts of my work you can find on kxt.org. Perfect, James. James Benjamin Maker on Instagram. James Benjamin Maker on uh, Facebook. Hit me up. It can't be that simple. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I make things. All right, <laughs> guys. Thank you so much. You have a phone. Yeah. No, yeah, I've yeah, I've we'll actually I've got a really badass phone. Okay. We're gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll send it to you. Yeah, let's do it. All right, all right, cool. All right. Yeah, with that. Little bit of an abrupt ending, but uh, that's that's how that evening went. Lots of recordings. This was the last segment of the uh, Psychedelic Panther coverage. Uh, thank you to our friends. Of course, right up front, we had uh, Lucas Peterson and Darren Hauk. Darren, by the way, just secured the uh, uh, position as mayor of River Oaks. We're very excited for our friend. Congratulations, uh, Mayor Hauk, on your accomplishments. Uh, how wild. We got a friend that's a mayor. Pretty cool. Um, shout out to Jeff Zero. We actually did a recording with Jeff the other day in the studio. It's a much better representation of our friend Jeff. And uh, it's really cool because we played his music almost the entire episode. So look for that coming up soon. Uh, Waffles Weekly. Thank you so much for being on the show. James Benjamin Maker. Uh, again, you, that. Waffles Weekly, and then James Benjamin Maker. That's their names. That's also exactly how you find them on Instagram. Uh, James is going places. He's a younger dude, but he's he's got his own business. And this projector head that I keep talking about, uh, it's a nauseum, is very incredible. And he designed it and put it together and brought it to year one and year two. And uh, he does this for other people. And we, we've had him on the show uh, 
before and he explains his entire process but very interesting dude and then caitlin and harrison i hope you're still uh in love and doing wonderful things and then martin wherever you are mr martin uh hope you're doing good things hope your travels are going well and uh maybe on your way back through town we'll catch you before uh the the fun begins and we can get a little more of your story <laughs> i can tell tell my voice is kind of going um it's been a crazy three weeks and uh we're going to release an episode uh kind of recapping what we did on our trip down to uh the big bend with our podcast homies from jerry jonestown massacre forever uh, excuse me uh fort worth famous and uh, a couple other awesome homies that went with us on this trip but we went down to uh big ben did that for i believe three nights three nights or four nights something like that absolutely beautiful down there the night sky is so beautiful you it's a dark sky region meaning there's very very little to none to 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 no light pollution and so you get the best view uh with the naked eye of the night sky and all the stars and um it's really cool and whenever you get home you look up at night and you can't see that uh it's a little bit depressing but very beautiful excellent experience and uh just a great group of people uh that we got to go out there with anyway i won't go into any more details because there's an entire episode where we cover that and if you'd like to get it early you can go on over to the jerry jonestown massacre podcast and he broke it up into two segments we recorded four different times uh part one and two is an episode and then part three and four is an episode and uh man we had such a good time (laughs) gotta do it again and on the way back we hit presidio we hit five state parks uh we hit terlingua excuse me we hit Terlingua, then we hit Presidio, then we came up, started going north, uh, hit Marfa, and then from Marfa we went to Fort Davis and then uh, some other state parks. But it was just an incredible journey. Saw so much cool stuff. Saw some of the most beautiful parts of Texas. And uh, just, just a great experience. So that's what started off this three-week uh, hiatus. If you've been paying attention, I released a ton of episodes uh, the week that we departed. And then I've just been busy doing other stuff. I got moved into a, uh, a new living arrangement. Uh, we've been making huge modifications to the studio here. Uh, we had the first live uh, rehearsal uh, at the studio. Um, we had Gosagi, which is a Taiko Japanese uh, drumming drum band. I think I said that right. Uh, really wild stuff. But, I mean, they beat the paint off this studio with their drums. Uh, this studio segmented into three different rooms and um they were in the main room and uh just going a hundred percent on these drums knocking pictures off the walls and it was wild they said that whenever they were in their practice and they're like there's dust coming off the ceiling and uh i I was asking them kind of you know some feedback let me know what we can do to improve and uh they, they mentioned you know there's dust falling off the ceiling that could be improved and I said, well, I think after three or four rehearsals, that problem kind of works itself out. So we'll see. (laughs) I could clean the ceiling, right? (laughs) I I keep calling it the roof, the ceiling. Anyway, um, what else has been going on? Lots of crazy stuff. Our boy Matt Stubbs got married uh, to a wonderful lady named Mandy, and we uh, celebrated that at their little wedding party uh, over in, I think we were in Arlington. 
I know. I don't usually go past the uh, Fort Worth barrier, but I did for this. Special occasions, I will. And so we went and uh, had a little get-together at a friend of theirs' house, and that was cool. Um, other updates? I don't know. It's just been balls to the wall for the last three weeks. As soon as we got back uh, Sunday night from our trip, the big uh, far west Texas trip, um, we got in at like 10 o'clock. And so right after that, it was prep for work and then hit the ground running and work finally picked up i don't know if you've heard me complain about it in different episodes but work has just been slow and the money has not been there so we've been kind of on the struggle bus for a while but not now not not the last couple weeks anyway just hitting it hard and heavy so uh, along with everything else that's been going on work has finally picked up and i am not complaining about that at all because we need some some monies but uh, what am I talking about? I'm babbling to you because I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, I think that's it. I might think of something else uh, to tell you about over the last three weeks, but that's the bulk of it, man. Just been busy, busy, busy. And now I've got to get very serious about releasing a ton of episodes because what's coming up? You got our episode that we did with um, Tim from the Funky Panther. That's coming out uh, here shortly. We, I, I just told you we did a episode with uh, our friend Mr. Um, Jeff Zero. It was a good episode. We played his music almost the entire time. It was really fun, and uh, just kind of had it playing lightly in the back. And he's talking, and sometimes he'd talk about the the track that was playing. Anyway, fun way to do an episode. I love it when we do that. So, um, and by the way, if you're a musician or you know a musician, let them know they can come on the show and do the same thing just kind of do the show and uh, have them hook their phone up to the roadcaster via Bluetooth and we can just kind of play music while we're rolling through the, the episode. It's fun. I like it. I think you like it too, don't you? Okay. Where was I at? Where was my head? It is currently 6.53 in the morning on a Monday and I'm trying to get this out. <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging in there. Okay, let's talk sponsors for a minute. Woodpost Metalworks. You can go to woodpostmetalworks.com. Use offer code PODCAST817. Uh, Ryan was nice enough, the, the owner, him and his wife, uh, Mickey and Ryan. Ryan stopped by the studio yesterday while, while the Tyco band was playing, and uh, that was interesting. I think they were actually loading out or packing up their gear by the time he got here. But anyway... Um, Woodpost Metalworks is going to do the signage on the front of the studio, and that is going to be awesome. Um, so that'll be coming soon. The studio's really coming together, man. But anyway, point is, Woodpost Metalworks is going to be doing the s- signage, and what they're going to do is they're going to take steel, and they're going to take my logo, and they're going to cut it into the steel, and then they're going to take LED backlighting, put that on there, and so whenever you drive by the studio at night, you'll see this nice little plasma cut steel sign and uh it'll be lit that's gonna be cool we're also trying to talk uh, a very prominent uh well-known podcaster into occupying the back room for the studio and their signage would be on the front also but can't get an answer back on that so 
Anyway, there might be some other signage up front as well that will also be done by Woodpost Metalworks. Anyway, they specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or insulation, installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. You can go to woodpostmetalworks.com and remember to use offer code PODCAST817. Hawkwalker Originals. You hear me talk about these folks all the time. If you need something customized for your home or office, uh, maybe you've you've got something that you need to promote. These people can put together some customized swag for you. You got an idea? They can do it. Also, a great place to look for gifts. You can go to hawkwalker.com. Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk. Roofing Solutions Hauk.com. Their phone number is eight one seven eight eight two six five two zero. Um, what is this here? What do I got? This is all this stuff. Facebook account was started in 2010 and has a 5.0 rating. This is this is about roofing solutions. I don't think I've ever read this off. I must have, but I don't remember doing it. Anyway, uh, this is how you know they've been around for a minute. A Facebook account was started back in 2010, and on their Facebook account, it's got a five-star rating. Their Yelp rating is five. Uh, five stars Angie's List five stars on the Better Business Bureau they have an A plus rating which I believe is the highest you can get Uh, in an online publication called Today's Home Owner uh, this was a new thing that I I remember when I wrote this down I just found this it's called Today's Home Owner and they were listed as one of the 12 best roofing companies in Fort Worth anyway you hear me talk about these guys all the time. If you have any issues with your roof, if you don't know if you have issues with your roof, give them a call. You can get uh, Roofing Solutions at 817-882-6520 and their uh, yeah, website, roofingsolutionshauk.com. And, of course, all this stuff is in the show notes. And don't forget, just by being a listener of the Fort Worth Roofs podcast, they will give you 50% off on a roofing tune-up. It's good stuff. And uh, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, Darren is now the mayor of River Oaks. <laughs> so, guy's, guy's wild. He's always doing something. Uh, very proud of our friend. All right. What else? Moving on. Anyway, I'm not forgetting anybody, am I? Do, 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 do. Okay. Pouring Glory. Located over there off of Main Street. It's actually Bryan Avenue, but you've never heard of Bryan Avenue. It's a very quiet little street. And uh, it's just east of Main Street. If you were standing at the old Main at Southside building, which is now Cicada, if you haven't gone to Cicada, you should check that out. If you're standing at Cicada and you're in their parking lot and you look east, I think I just said west, if you look east, you can see Pouring Glory uh, from the corner of uh, the Cicada parking lot, uh, just about a block off of Main Street. So anyway, Pouring Glory uh, is a growler refilling station. A growler is like this uh, jug that you put beer in pretty cool deal you can buy one of these decanters or jugs or growlers from pouring glory got their logo on it looks real cool be a nice addition to your uh, kitchen or living room or even your bathroom uh very classy uh, anyway you keep it filled up with beer that you purchase over there at pouring glory and um live a better life anyway that's what they do there uh, but it's more than that they serve uh craft beer off the wall and they've got award-winning food with live music there's always somebody out there i ran into joe savage the other day that's a gentleman that's been on the show many many times um just randomly ran into him i did not know he was playing out there at pouring glory shame on me should have known that um anyway joe was there that's cool 
Denver Williams, see him out there a lot, and a bunch of other really talented musicians. So, in fact, what, there was like a, what was a the thing? There was a thing. Oh, yeah, the 420 event. Uh, we had some absolute savages on stage uh, for that event. It, Scott is really good. Scott's the owner out there. Scott is really good about putting on events and keeping the energy uh, high out there. But it's not like 7th Street or one of these other places that you don't go anymore because it got out of hand. It's not like that. Pouring Glory has a really, really chill vibe. Uh, so does McFly's. But anyway, that's those are the kind of people we want to have uh, sponsor the show. Go check it out. Their uh, burgers are incredible. They won an award recently in the uh, Fort Worth Weekly uh, for having the best burger in town. Um, but And there's always something going on with that menu, the specialized menu, custom, like Burger of the Week and stuff like that. But And there's more than just burgers. They got chicken wings. They got tacos and so on and so forth. It's great. Go check it out. Pouring glory. All right. Body Machine Fitness. These people have been kicking my ass in fact this morning i wasn't even sure i was going to be able to walk <laughs> their instructors out there don't pull any punches man they know what they're doing they do keep the energy high it, it's uh, it's a wild environment and you need to go check this out i'm going to describe it to you but it's it's not going to do it justice your class your first class has already been paid for and you can go to body machine body machine fitness.com and uh, there's a tab there that you can click on um, and schedule your first class so that you can check it out. Body Machine Fitness offers a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience. Your first class has already been paid for. Uh, just said all that. To schedule your first high-energy cardio strength group fitness class with the best in industry trainers, cutting-edge audio and lighting system, show up early or stay after the class for the IR infrared sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby. It's pretty awesome. And uh, I don't know about you, where you're at in your fitness journey, it is a journey. Don't take that away from me. It's a journey. Um, it's very cyclic too, right? Like you're in shape, you're out of shape, you're in shape, you're out of shape, you're on it, you're off of it. Um, but one of the things I struggle with is when I go to the gym, okay, I made it, now what do I do? Now a lot of, and I'm being a little bit facetious, I know what to do. But it is so much easier to just go to one of these group-led classes and put the trust into these very capable people's hands where they just work every muscle group out that you got through uh, interesting and different dynamic workout techniques that you never would have thought of. You wouldn't have, I promise you. Um, but what I like about it, because I do still have a gym membership and I go to the gym and I do my thing. But whenever I go to Body Machine Fitness twice a week, they trick my muscles into doing things that I don't do with my muscles and if you know anything about muscle growth or that whole thing um, doing stuff that's out of the ordinary for your muscle growth is kind of key and so this is a really good thing to implement into any workout process so that you are getting that muscle confusion or whatever you call it I'm not a fitness guy I don't know these things I just go to the gym anyway they'll explain it to you they're very uh, sociable people, and they'd love to talk to you. It's located there off of 7th Street here in Fort Worth, um, in like that shopping center where there's there's like an apartment, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings, there's a Crumble Cookie. It's kind of in between Tom Thumb and Snooze, that 
badass breakfast place that's not locally owned but really good um right there that's where they are so anyway go check them out and i've put this offer out there a few times if you'd like to go with me to this place i will schedule alongside you you just go ahead and schedule however you want to and then let me know hey my class is on this day at this time would you like to go with me and if i can i will i promise um and you can hit me up at media at fortworthroots.com i believe that's right media at fortworthroots.com yeah where are we at mcflies i do like this bar um so jana renee i don't oh jesus i did it again it's yana it's yana renee sorry it's spelled j-a-n-a but it is yana renee she's a local artist uh that's very heavy in the fort worth mural scene she's got murals all over the city uh anyway did a little recording with her yesterday and uh, she mentioned casey uh with at, at mcfly's the owner and i said well, you want to pop in there real quick it's right down the street and so we went and uh did exactly that and then finally casey showed up and that was good and uh, I was able to iron out a date and a time to get Casey on the show. So it just kind of worked out. But um, anyway, what am I getting at? It's a really badass place. Uh, it's also got that chill vibe I was talking about with Pouring Glory. Um, they do a lot of music. They've got a um, singer-songwriter uh, open mic night once a week. And just some kind of activity going on all the time that we will keep you up to date with um, on our Fort Worth Roots Facebook page. Go check it out there. Or you can get McFly's on their Instagram or on their Facebook. And I think they even have a TikTok now. And they are very active on their uh, social media stuff. So you can go check them out. Uh, McFly's is a 1980s Back to the Future themed bar with a a very impressive outdoor area and fire pit hang out and bring some friends for pool darts cornhole jumbo jenga and catch live music local musicians on stage multiple times every week there's always something going on at mcflies they're located out of that east gate uh for the military base it's a fort worth address but it is i mean it's in river oaks uh on meandering you just get on meandering go all the way down right before you hit the gates for the military base you will arrive at mcfly's and arrive you should it's excellent their bartenders are fun um like i said they got the pool table there music pumping all all day and the patio is really badass so check it out bring your dog too if you want to and pouring glory does a uh, dog friendly sunday or dog park sunday it's always dog friendly but they shut the gates uh to the patio um at Pouring Glory on Sundays from 11 to 4, and your doggy can run free. It's a good deal. So, anyway, them's the sponsors. The event that I wanted to tell you about is June 24th, and you're all invited. Uh, we're going to be out there at Pouring Glory, and I'm calling it Podcast and Networking. I couldn't think of a better name. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, if you have a business, if you have music, if you're a podcaster, if you're you know, trying to promote anything at all, come on out and record with us. It will start at 11 o'clock, and we're going to go probably until about 8 o'clock. Okay, I have talked way too much. Thank you for being here, and I'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.